Hey folks, it's, it is I, Casper. Um, it has been a few weeks since I last posted an episode, and I'm back again. After the whole debate about the Breakfast Club saying what they said to the blind girl, well, yeah, you know, to someone with a disability, point blank period, it's something that's still boiling up and it got into the hands of the National Federation of the Blind and and all of these other organizations for the blind and other organizations for all types of other disabilities. And we moved on in in a way where now we're going to have our like moments of teachable experiences where we teach people. Like I don't sometimes I don't feel like being a teacher to people cuz there's just certain things you should know that you probably shouldn't let come out of your freaking mouth. Even though you feel the way you do, yeah, you're entitled to your feelings. You still shouldn't be saying that kind of shit to people because that causes an uproar. And if you're up for causing uproars, fine. Just be prepared for the answers and the reactions you'll get because nothing goes unheard. Um, so like I was saying, Aside from that, this month has been quite busy in a way, as clearly as you could tell, you know, because I haven't been posting any episodes. My last podcast, I believe, was on September 7th, something like that. It was around that time. Um, it was like in the early, early month, early time of September. So um, after having had the busiest week ever, I mean, month so far. Um, I got to go to Salem, Massachusetts. I think I was telling you guys about that in my previous episode. Um, I went to Salem and went to the Salem Witch Museum. And then I went to the Scratch Kitchen on something something Derby Street. You guys can check it out. They are incredible. They're very nice and everything is really good. And everything is like super organic. And you won't regret it. Um, I say go get yourself a nice tall cup of lemonade from out of there. It's awesome. Um, Scratch Kitchen is right on the main street of Salem. So you're surrounded by everything festive. There's like World of Beers or something like that. Uh, Really, really cool. And if you're not afraid, I dare you to go to the Witch Wax Museum. I triple dare you to go in there. And then go and look at all the stuff that's in there. Um, Or I dare you to do a personal tour by yourself in there if they allow you to. Oh, and don't touch nothing. So, yeah, they're going to say you can touch it, but I don't want to touch it. (laughs) No offense. Um, There's a certain limit that I'll allow myself to go to, but I'm not going to touch nothing and then go home and forget all about it. And all of a sudden stuff starts happening. (laughs) So, yeah, we're not all mighty and brave like that. Nah, I have my limits, okay? After going to Salem and having a good, good time and meeting really, really nice and friendly people, I went to my first Democratic convention in Springfield, Massachusetts. That was pretty cool. And I felt quite clumsy because it was my first time going to a a political convention um, I'm, you know, I figured it would be worth going because I'm seeing how 
I had some experience in the past of doing legislation and stuff like that. And that is still in the works. I have not forgotten about that and they haven't forgotten about it. It's currently in study. So when you're doing legislation, it takes years to do. And if you have people getting in the way of certain things, they may cause it to take longer. So you want to get rid of anybody that's causing you issues so that your procedures can go through successfully. Um, The worst thing you're going to have to do is refile again, but do it in such a way that you don't have useless people inserting their hands in stuff where they have no business being. Um, So make sure you're surrounded by only useful people in this procedure of filing legislations and whatnot. Um, especially if it has nothing to do with them or whatever it is they're trying to push up under yours, push their agendas up under yours. They're going to have to go through the same hard work you went through to start it, to start their own. So I figured since I was going to have experience in filing legislation and all that other stuff, this was one of my goals to reach before turning 30 to at least have tried it out and see how it goes experience it so uh, one of my bucket lists have been accomplished before reaching 30 years old that whole legislation went down and everything when I turned I believe when I turned 28 at the time yeah wow oh my goodness time flew Um, So the Democratic Convention was filled with people. There was so much, so many people. It was so energetic at this convention uh, two weeks ago. And I was very, very, very nervous. I wasn't sure if I would have, like, the experience that I was anticipating. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I've been to conventions before. But there were nothing like the Democratic Convention that I've been to. Um, So there were thousands of people there. Lots and lots of every, oh my gosh, so much. And I got to see Elizabeth Warren and I was sitting right up front. And then I got to see Deb Goldberg and I got to see Maura Healy and a whole lot of people. Oh, and I took selfies with... um, Uh, Mr. Brownsberger, we took pictures. Um, He's a really nice person. He has an office at the State House. Um, And lots and lots of people. So I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't sure what the attire was. Because when you hear convention, you you think you got to like show up extremely professional and have a professional attitude and behavior or whatnot. And so I did. I wasn't exactly like the most professionally appearing person thus far, I believe. But at least when I spoke to people, they would actually stop and listen and hear what I had to say. And questions that I asked were just out of genuine questions. And I went to several meetings at the convention and I was bouncing around from one room to another because I was trying to be involved in all types of stuff. I wanted to see what all of that was about. Apparently, a couple of my friends did go to the convention, but we never crossed paths. 
I swear I told them that I was going to convention. And I guess they didn't hear. Uh, Oh, well. There's always next year. So I'm thinking for next year, I want to try to do something different and make it even more of of an enriching experience of going to another democratic convention. Uh, Last year was a transportation issue and I couldn't go, which was a bummer. And so this year I was really, really fortunate to be able to go. Uh, I had transportation to and from convention and it was awesome. Um, I was out the door before 7.30 that morning and I went back home, but I actually ended up hanging out with some friends, but I was so tired that day. But when I finally got home, I took it. I went to bed and I was knocked out. I was extremely tired. But after the Democratic convention, um, I got back into full swing after a 10-year hiatus away from making um, books from scratch. Um, Like I said, this September was absolutely very fun, packed, and active. And got to do a presentation on this really cool piece of technology that everybody in the blind and visually impaired community is using. That went well. And we got some people, all of the answers to the questions they've had. And we got some people signed up and hopefully they went forward and continued to create their profiles furthermore using a promo code be given to them to use the app and actually like truly explore beyond five minutes or, or free access point. Do extremely personalized things with their accounts or whatnot. And so that was my month. And that is part of the reason why I have not been making any podcasts since the early part of the month. So hopefully we could get back into full swing for October and have some really, really interesting discussions um, on the next podcast. I'm going to have some friends on. And... That will be the intro to the podcast right now. Previously on several episodes ago. Friends who have kids and cousins and stuff like that. And I know y'all all babysitted them, you know, Mm -hmm. babysat for them and stuff like that. So they have to have some type of trust in y'all or whatever, you know, some type of experience doing this or whatever, you know. So maybe we can send some kind of education, new tips out there, a book or whatever, basically, or even a YouTube video to them or whatever, basically, because they are big on uh, slideshows and, you know, catering to the celebrities and stuff like that or whatever, basically, which I, you know. Or whatever so right. maybe we can all do something you know if it's not visual it's with our voices or whatever basically you know in fact it would be cool to put them in our spot and just have it be an all black video and just all audio yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's another perception. Hey, Momo, is Samar there? I don't. She is not. I don't think she's gonna join. Oh. We can always do another segment and have her input on this, you know, in the uh, later on in the future. But I'm about to say she works with kids. That's her job. And she's visually impaired. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to have a child. And yeah. I think she's wonderful with kids. Mm-hmm. She definitely is. See, and we all think that, but the world outside of our world doesn't think that, you know. And that's what we got to make them see, you know. And I just want to, like, say something real quick and, you know, directly to whoever it is this may land in the ears of at the Breakfast Club. For those that really, really think that you really don't trust a blind person to babysit your kids, what about all these deadbeat people who are sighted that don't want to take care of their kids? Oh, my God. I was going to say something about that. (laughs) You probably got, like, 15 kids floating around. With your oh my god yes. <laughs> this is when my chance where I'm digging into them because that was really hurtful what they said to her and I just gotta make sure I say this in return I had to make my response to them like intended you got all this vision and then you're able bodied and you still, you're still a deadbeat and then this, the second thing I need to tear into their asses about is you know just not too long ago where is it St. Louis there was a woman that was charged with murdering a child with a hammer, and she's fully able-bodied. You never hear um, anything like this in the news about blind people doing this to kids. Um, exactly. point, point in being that she was a mom, actually, and she actually beat her three. She had three kids. She actually beat mm-hmm. her three kids with the hammer, too, basically. Three kids. Three kids. Not one, but three <clears throat> children with the hammer. <clears throat> What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. This is my daughter, Lily. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It's all good, you know. It's, it just makes a point to the podcast, you know. Sounds yeah, and she good. wants her opinion to be heard, too. Yeah. That's it, yes. What, what do you have to say, Lily? <laughs> say something. Say something. <laughs> okay, I got you. Okay. <laughs> 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 and and another thing I must make a point on too I mean yes I know we all don't drive or nothing like that you know and you got these sighted people who are forgetting their children in the car too basically there have been in, in 2019 there have been 40 deaths already of children dying in the, from being in cars being forgotten in their cars how do you forget your kids I can't understand that I, I, how do you I forget something that grew in your belly for months in a car wow yeah. it's like practically a whole classroom of kids that you know in the total death race how is that possible you know how is that possible I'm I'm sighted but I'm neurodivergent which means I have a I have an autism spectrum disorder and I have physical health issues and I'm an aunt, I'm a cousin to really young kids, I have friends with kids and I uh, am around them sometimes and I could not ever forget that they were in my care for a single second 
never mind in a car. I don't drive because they don't have a car. Um, but still, like I could never forget that for a single moment. I don't. And I don't understand these people. How you can all. just I, you can get out the car and just totally forget that your kid is in the back seat. This foster mom, she had a one year old or whatever. She went to work at five o'clock in the in the afternoon or when she got off. She realized that her son was in the car or whatever. You know what? How? Yes. How? Something How do you? You remember to put the, the kid in the car. You remember to dress him and stuff like that. You know he has to go to daycare and stuff. But if you didn't take him out of the car, how could you forget? And oh all these goodness. articles, and all these articles, they never said whether the child is sleeping or making noise or nothing. They just said the parents forgot the kid in the car. Huh. That's just craziness. It really is. I just don't, I just can't believe it, you know. And I want to redirect the att- the attention of this right back to the, the breakfast club. Uh, I'm not taking the focus off of them at all. I'm keeping the target right on them. Yes. Same way they targeted her, we're going to put it right back on but them. They, but they rather have sighted people watch their kids too. Sighted kids, sighted people who are, well, no offense to anyone else here who's sighted. Yes. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. You know, the predatory I usually just give them away to my nephews or I just throw the rest of them away. And I should have just got a small french fry in the first place if it was going to be that way. I'm not going to overindulge to that point. Like, wow. Yeah. Not okay. Uh, really, it's not. Wow. Yeah. So how are things with you before we get into oh, that crazy good, man. Popeyes just... thing? Just been chilling, looking at Dabble and just. Oh my gosh, I'm in there too. Yeah, I know. Remember, I joined your live one day. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Dabble. That's the the new thing now. But the Popeyes thing with the new chicken sandwich, I'm just like, oh my God. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. If you haven't gotten a Popeye's chicken, you're not missing out on a damn thing. It's really not that serious. It's it's just a piece of chicken tender put in between two buns with some pickles and mayonnaise. It's nothing special at all. I don't see why people are going crazy over it. You could have made a chicken sandwich much better than that. Dude, and their and their freaking prices are ridiculous. Five dollars for a lousy fucking chicken sandwich, really? Oh, how about this? How about okay? I used I used to go in there and get the sixteen piece chicken strip because I eat a lot. I eat like I I eat it over several days. So mm-hmm. I went in there um, the other day. Well, actually, it was like a month ago now. But mm-hmm. I went in there, so I bought me the sixteen piece chicken strip meal or the sixteen piece chicken strip. And I buy Tasha a, uh, I think it was a three, maybe two piece. All that ended up being 40 something dollars. Now here's yeah. why. My uh-huh. meal, my chicken strips for themselves were $31. I shit you not. $31 for 16 chicken tenders. I'm Damn. like, what the fuck? Seriously, yes. I can see that happening. 
um, I went to get Popeyes for, you know, my aunt who's in town. And, you know, for me, my nephews, practically everybody. Yeah. And all that. My final thoughts right about now. There is a new iOS update that is out. iOS 13.1.1. Pretty much the entire part of iOS 13 is absolutely a disaster. If you have not updated your devices at all, do not do it. Especially if you require any accessibility. Anything from audio devices to voiceover. Um, iOS 13 is garbage. It's terrible. Apple developers shouldn't have, should not have released it at all because it didn't seem like they fixed anything at all. I was doing the beta testing and I realized that during the beta testing that it was awful. For some reason, I feel like the beta testing was better than what they currently released because what was released right now was worse than what I was finding in the beta. And I reported all the bugs I found in the beta um, and it didn't seem like they addressed any of it at all. They just rolled it out. All because they were coming out with an iPhone an, I, an iPhone 11 and they didn't care. They just wanted everybody to get the new update, ruin their devices, and think that they needed a new phone. No, all they needed to do was correct the patches and the update so that everyone can stay with what device they have and make a decision on their own of whether or not they want to waste money or time buying another device. Hi, Casper. Hi. <laughs> I have to introduce myself to you, which I'm so happy to do. I'm Jay Siobhan. I just found you in an interview with Coupon Queen Pen, and I have to say I loved you guys' interview. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the segment about being unapologetically you, and that should be a book. <laughs> That you should write or a topic of your next podcast about being unapologetically you. Okay. And why apologize for being you when you're, when you yourself is so inspiring, so extraordinary. You have an extraordinary life and you're striving and it's such a blessing. And I just would love to work with you one day, you know, which would be up to you, but I would love to work with you one day. I love your spirit. So I'm wishing you love, showing you love, blessings and much more success. Okay. And you have another listener. I'm here and I'm happy to be with all of them. Hey, thank you so much for your message. I love your podcast. Um, I definitely favorite your podcast. Um, please feel free to check out mine and hit the favorite button if you like what you hear. Um, thanks again. I love what you're doing on Anchor. Hello, Casper. This is Nyla from Green Thoughts, the podcast on Anchor here. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Yes, I uh, sometimes happen to you know post my a wonderful link and everything, especially when I go in depth and, um, you know, give really great uh, support answers or, or research certain things that want to be helpful on the uh, Facebook Anchor community group there. So, you know, it's no problem. Thank you for, you know, tuning into my recent podcast episodes. I know I did one uh, way back about uh, Jim Carrey and his um, eco-themed art, which I think you checked out. So, yeah, feel free to explore as many 
um, topics as you'd like to within the catalog I have thus far. And be sure to, you know, participate in my latest giveaway. I think you'd enjoy it, especially if you love talking about health and being healthy. Um, it runs until the 28th. So take care. Bye. If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like uh, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again, casu305 at outlook.com. Thank you.